Here's Blake to Roy. This is for the Hello and welcome into the Backyard Banter Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Scott, and joining me this week, as they do every week, at least the weeks we record, <coughs> slight jab at ourselves, is <laughs> Kyle George, Tyler Bagenstoss, and returning, you know him from last episode, it's Joey Fishback. He was just so unique. That's the only word I can really, adjective I can give you, You though, just call unique. him weird. Oh, well, Tyler, that's rude. I'm going to go with unique. <laughs> I, I think just... it means the same thing, but one hits better. Okay. Hits different, some would say. Uh-huh. And and we needed to hit different this episode, so we brought Joey back. Love He's it. here in studio. And, fellas, topic of the day, as it is most days, the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. I mean, we're all from here. We've grown up rooting for the team. But to say the least, we're upset right now. And I think I want to start here. Dame, not an all-star starter. Luka Doncic is. I don't know if I disagree, like... They're both prominent players in today's NBA landscape, but this season, Tyler. Yeah. I know you get worked up about these type <laughs> of things, so I want to start with you. Yes. How do you feel about Dame Lillard not being an all-star starter, Luka Doncic taking his spot? You can debate Steph Curry, too, but I think that one's probably pretty secure with how uh-huh. he's played in this season. Um, feel bad for him, but I kind of love it. I just love it because add it to his fire that he already is massively burning. Um, I love anytime Dame gets a slight jab or like saying that he's not good enough or can't do something. So every and season, every something season. Comes yeah. Up. But yeah. I think that's what it's makes true. him great. And I think we all agree with that. And to Lucas credit, he did say that he thought Dame deserved it. But as a group here, we have to talk about how the voting is done and how Dame edged out Luca in the player vote. He edged out Luca in the coaches vote or the, the or the vote. media vote. Sorry. Yeah. And then obviously lost to Luca in the fan voting because of the market size that Dallas is compared to Portland. And just, I mean, Luca has the world voting for him uh, being from overseas and whatnot. But yeah, shout out Chance Ward, by the way, for that. Because yeah, I, I, I at totally least forgot wasn't about thinking that. about that. But yeah, then yeah. Our, our buddy Chance That's Ward a great point. <laughs> did point out, like, yeah, this dude's got all of Europe also voting yes. for him. A la Yao Ming back in his prime was mm-hmm. a guaranteed starter because you had a full continent that was. <laughs> Gonna support him. I mean, and that's just the facts of it the is. matter. The NBA has gone global, and yep. there's a big enough fan base that you're gonna see those kind of swings happen. But Joey, in your opinion, I mean, we've got Dallas in the ten spot in mm-hmm. the Western Conference standings, whereas Portland sitting in the five spot. CJ McCollum's been out quite a bit of time at this point. Do you think it's an accurate vote? I mean, okay. I think the thing that's the weirdest to me is I heard that the way that it works is. The coaches count for 25% of the vote, and the players count for 25% of the vote, and the fans count for 50% of the vote. I think you're right. It's so, something along those lines. It's weighted. It's a, Yeah, it's yeah. close. What that means is the fans choose. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make sense. Basically, it, 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 it does weed out some, like, if they're closer discrepancies, but in this case, like we just iterated, like, when the world's voting for Luca and... Portland, Oregon is voting for Dame. The fan vote is going to influence who's it's gonna, taking that who, vote. Who wins the fan vote wins every time. Yes, you think? Pretty m- it gets 50% it's very of the close. vote. You're right. You're right. Right? I think so. And that brings up a good point, which is Tyler was bringing up too, Kyle, that I want to swing over to you is 
do the fans have too much say in who's voting All-Stars? Because we've seen this back when, remember, this is the new waiting is actually only been introduced like the last three seasons, maybe. It's recent. Because before that, you saw people like Kobe. the late, great Kobe, mm-hmm. RIP, who was out a full season with an Achilles injuries, voted to start the All-Star game, and he'd played six games. You know, mm-hmm. you saw these kind of outliers, and then so the NBA responded, as they should, with hey, we're going to actually sway it. So fan vote still holds a portion, so you're invested. I get all that. But, Kyle, do you feel like fan votes basically, like Joey said, still determining the outcome? And do you agree with the whole Dame-Luca status as it holds now, where Luca starting in Dame is probably going to be the first reserve chosen as mm-hmm. as well as just the first reserve voted in by the players and coaches mm-hmm. whoever decides that but yeah i mean i obviously think it's an issue but i think it's been an issue for a long time i've heard yeah. stories of this dating back to like the 1990s where like magic right. johnson on the latter half of his career was getting votes to be a starter when he clearly shouldn't have been um i think my main issue is that i'm all for the fans voting i think for the starters maybe they limit it to where it's like just the players and coaches and media because then it's like those are the people who really deserve it you know what i mean and that the fans want to vote in somebody and they get they hold like the last reserve spot or something like that i don't really have too much of an issue there but i i do feel like when you're snubbing somebody who clearly should be a starter well it's frustrating. And, and then what the nba is trying to do is get us involved right, but right. but how, how it, it is and, and they're trying to get us to the website oh maybe we check out a jersey or whatever the case may be I don't really want to be involved. The only reason I'm getting into voting is because I want Dame to be a starter. Um, I think if they got the fans involved in a different way, like maybe we can vote on the dunk contest winner or the three point. Or I mean, you can't vote on three point, but no, no, I get what you're saying. Or, yeah, or, or, or involve us or in MVP, a different like MVPs always. Yeah, but then again, we could uh, see the, the Mitchell game. Trubisky situation where like all of a sudden he's getting all these votes for player <laughs> the MVP here in the, game. Well, he <laughs> in the has, game. Mitchell Trubisky has been robbed of an MVP award in his career. But <laughs> okay, I'll say this. I think I see what the NBA is doing because really they just want this to kind of be a super fun weekend for the fans and the players, and I think they see that as more likely if the fans are choosing who's playing. Like, I do think a lot more people will watch this game with Luka in it than Dame because of the reasons you're saying. He has fans overseas that want to see him it's in it. It's hard to disagree with that. Yeah, that's yeah, no, a fair point. Right. Yeah, Which yeah. is why they do it, but they kind of sacrifice a little bit of the integrity of the game by well, doing and, that. And then, I have back. a question. Is I want to know if do players have things in their contract saying if you make the All-Star game, you're a oh. starter, you get... That's where if there's oh, yeah, definitely that, if there huge. is yeah. then there should be no fan vote. I think that's I'm a pretty good sure point. They do that's too. a really good point. And yeah. and so that's a big part of like I've I know it is for all NBA. Everyone knows everyone knows this about me that I'm close to. I'm a Bill Simmons stan, so yep. I, I regularly am listening to that podcast. But he pointed out, which was a good point, that he hates voting for all NBA and MVP because of the fact that it has contract stipulations for these guys. So if you don't like a guy or do like a guy, and then you have to try to vote straight down the middle right but you know it affects their income and all this you know what all these parameters it's it's a little harder to be just sincere about their how they played on the court right and i think fans go through a very similar thing i think teams have probably weeded that out of their contracts now that it's all fan vote based that would be Mm -hmm. ridiculous for a team to be like if you're an all-star we'll give you x amount of money because it's it's their fans voting so you're right you're milwaukee outside of Giannis. if you're chris middleton it's like Sure, if you're a five-time All-Star, we'll give you X million because they know Milwaukee's fan vote is not going to do enough uh-huh. to, to make that difference. Mm-hmm. But that being said, that definitely was a contract thing. It probably still does exist in a lot of players' contracts. But I think it's one of those things where 
fans have been given too much. I liked what it was either Kyle or Tyler, I think, said they should, Kyle maybe, that they should have like three fan vote spots, more like baseball. Where the last mm-hmm. vote is fan voted, or or, or even the bench, right. like I well, okay makes that. more sense. And then you're talking yeah. about you want all these small markets to be competitive. That's yeah, Damian is uh, an outlier for staying with Portland. But a lot of these guys are like, well, I want to make, I want to go to LA and get those votes, or right. I want to go to Dallas and get whatever the case may be. So you're making it. I'm, I'm not saying it's a huge pull for players to move teams just to make the all-star team, but it's it's got to be it, small. It kind of is, though, because yeah, like when I, me as a fan right now, one of my worst habits or best habits, who knows, is I love Googling guys' basketball reference, as does mm-hmm. half the world, and then kind of making my determination based on like, okay, let me congregate the stats as well as the all-star appearances, mm-hmm, they're all mm-hmm. NBA, the all NBA defense, uh-huh. whatever it may be, whatever. I guess when you're talking about legacies, for sure. Exactly. Yeah, which, which is doing is the biggest argument in NBA basketball, is it not? Out uh, if we're like CJ McCollum right. is gonna, you go to his basketball reference, he's gonna be twenty forgotten. years from now, I'm forgotten. Sorry. He's yes. gonna be he's forgotten. forgotten and that, I was literally just gonna say the same thing for Dame because Dame's not gonna be forgotten. No, but Dame is gonna be like, there's gonna be conversations <laughs> 20, 25 years from now about during this era, like who was the better point guard, and Dame is gonna clearly lose because of the fact that I mean he did make an all-star team when he was an all-NBA player. What was that like three or four years yeah. ago? It's just Good like point. there's ridiculous And now he's third like in MVP it's, voting. It's super frustrating when, for for it to happen to the same guy over and over again strictly because of the market he plays in. Yeah. And like obviously it's going to impact us as Blazer fans more, but it's just super frustrating because we know Dame is going to no longer be considered one of these great players. Well, he'll always be considered great. You, you get what I'm saying. Though. Yeah. It's not going to be you know, top of the t- top tier compared uh-huh. to like Steph and those guys it's because just a of this stat situation. People care about it when is. you look at somebody's right. Legacy. But yeah. if you look at his his intangibles, like Dame is the most clutch player of this generation, and there's uh-huh. no debate in that. Like that fucking Twitter feed that just came yeah. out where he literally hit a clutch shot against every team, yeah. and that's not even including some of his more clutch shots because he has multiple. Against I mean, certain and then teams. talk about leadership and right, yeah, yeah, and his yeah his commitment to his team. It's just like he has so many other things that I feel like basketball fans should idolize. But like, choose not to because of market, which well, is really frustrating. Well, and it is, and I don't think even like as fans, like we choose it because of market. Because I am an example. Like I literally go back and I'm like, oh, this guy was a five time All Star. That's sick. But since 2010 on, basically, I guess I, that year might not be exact, but close to it is like, I don't really give a shit about All Star's appearances. That being said, ten years from now, I'm gonna ju- that's gonna be a part of my judgment. Like right. CJ McCollum's gonna end his career most likely with zero all star appearances, which mm-hmm. is redonkulous when you think Chris Middleton might be a five time all star. Yeah. And I it's would insane. debate right. Right. they are the same player. I get Chris Middleton's taller, better defender. I get like there's other aspects, but who do you want in your game seven? Mm-hmm. Like who do you pick? Yes. And I think a lot of people would take CJ in that one. But when we look back 10 years from now, they're going to be in different tiers, and that's bullshit to me. It's, <laughs> right. it's hard. And I think us all being Portland fans does contribute because we're, we're the small market stands. It's right? tough yeah. for us to get over, but I think you look at Damon CJ now, and they've said multiple times, like, they're, they've are they Past that point and realize like it just is what it is. I've heard right. CJ say I yeah. can be done now. Like and you have to respect that because it takes a lot knowing that your credibility or what or your you know. is getting um, tarnished because they're not all star or whatever the case may be. No, you're right. I mean, but you are right. Your they know. They know tarnished. that. Yeah. The people here in Portland know that they're great, and that's right. enough for them. That's enough one, for me. Uh-huh. One more thing before too. we move on from this, because I, I think it's relevant, but think like 25 years from now, when the debate of Damian Lillard and Russell Westbrook comes up. 
where it's and like, you look at the triple and, you're, and you're gonna look at the triple double <laughs> averages from Russell point, Westbrook, and you're gonna look at the all star appearances because Russ made those all star teams when Dane One wasn't MVP. making it. He, was an he MVP. has an MVP, and it's gonna be like a no doubt to you know 99 of people that Russell Westbrook <laughs> was so the better bad. player than well, Damian Lillard. Uh, I feel like it'll be it'll be to you a, a conversation. It, oh, it it's absolutely a conversation. But the only reason it will be a conversation is because of the things you're talking about. I'm not trying to take away from Russ. He's still a really good player, and he's you know a generational talent and all those things. But I think there is no doubt that Damian Lillard has surpassed Russell Westbrook within the last three or two, three seasons, most likely. So I don't know. It's frustrating as a Blazer fan that knowing that that's going to be the case. It's almost (laughs) similar to like I have two examples where it's like Portland's best players are going to be viewed at the max like. Uh, Jerry West, where he would he played for LA a bunch of years, won one title out of being there ten times. Like, dude did not have final success. We get that, but he's still like kind of a forgotten one of the all time best players. And then on the flip side, the other side of that to me is like the Celtics and Bob Cousy, where you always have this like Dame played for Portland, so that's a stipulation, just like Bob Cousy played in the fifties. So it's like, was he a great point guard? It's hard to say. And I mm-hmm. think whereas like Russell. Once you get that MVP and you're a 10-time All-Star, like, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, oh, we can't debate it. I feel like Portland's stuck in that phase where we're going to mm-hmm. debate it forever. We will, we will go to war for these men. Right. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, it's not to say we're an unbiased <laughs> podcast. We are. But, and in that light, let's quickly talk about how we felt the Blazers have done recently here. CJ, like we mentioned, and Nurk have been out now a decent amount of time, probably three or four weeks going on now. And the Blazers, 18 and 11, fifth in the West, honestly, in my opinion, have overachieved since those injuries oh, took place. For sure. and, oh, absolutely. And I think First and foremost, you have to look at the man, the myth, the legend, Dame Lillard. Like, he mm-hmm. does this once a year. Like, I'm he getting worked up over time. here, just working <laughs> myself up, because every year we go through these injuries. We, every single fucking year, we go through these injuries. And every single year, Dame just responds by being like, throw it on my back. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I got us. One we constant. will be what we're supposed to be. He's always there, never injured for like a prolonged amount of time. Like, yeah, he sat out a couple games this, even this season, but first game back is against the Bulls, hits two late threes, step back winner, and just stares at them. Just stares. And you, how do you oh, not God. love that Dame glare? Is just deadly. Dude, <laughs> also, that. It, is the perfect timing for this Luca making the All Star game instead of Dame? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you saw Stephen A. Smith kind of yeah. go yeah. back on like, "Hey, we've forgotten it's our about fault, him." Which, yep. To me, I think that's all horseshit. I don't like when those I, guys. I, I go think back they're they're, 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 so they're trying to just develop a new thing for themselves. Yes, it's not Kyle. because it's yes. genuine. No, I, that's yeah. exactly how I reacted their ass to because they did something yep. dumb as fuck. Exactly. Well, and it's too late. Well, and they're trying to be like. Oh, I've shit on that guy for so long. I'll make him my friend now. Like, yeah, like, Dame's no, probably. I wonder what Dame reacts to those. Well, He's Stephen probably just like, I don't give a shit. Like three <laughs> days before the votes were finalized, so it's like, okay, what real impact's gonna happen, right? Yeah. Whereas Stephen A. Smith also knows if I build up Luca on ninety percent of my shows, I get Europe involved. I get right. Like, yeah. It's kind of all intertwined with mm-hmm. business, and I get that. It's yeah the way life is now, and especially in America, like we're a capitalist nation. Mm-hmm. That's gonna happen, right. but. At the same time, it pisses me off more when people are like, hey, at least Stephen A. Smith went back on it. Because I'm like, no, he didn't. Like, yeah. he's just saying what's best for business now. Yeah. Right. Like, Dave has done this last two seasons and he didn't say anything. You know what career, I mean? Maybe. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I, in my opinion, Joey, you just yeah. mentioned, like Kyle mentioned earlier, most clutch player in the game. And this is the perfect timing because the second 
people start talking about him. Has there ever been a player in your eyes? We didn't watch MJ, and it's tough. LeBron, kind of an outlier, and people are going to be too opinionated to have an honest take, I think, uh -huh. regardless, myself included. I'm always going to hype him up over what I probably should. But is there a more clutch player since Kobe Bryant? And even that, late great, I get it. He took more shots than Dame did uh -huh. in the clutch. Dame, percentage-wise, has to be the most clutch player in, yeah. in NBA history, debatably. I'm super biased, but I'm trying to think of somebody else that I'm more scared of at the end of a game if your team great is up point. by one point. Great. Or time. That is a whatever. great way to phrase and it. And I think the only other person that I would maybe choose over him, and I don't know the stats, this is just... Strictly, like, if just I feel, could choose just feel. anybody yep. in the NBA with this shot, it would be Dame and KD. Yeah, I, I mean... I'm with you on KD. KD is, yeah. yeah. the shit out of me. Mm -hmm. He's scary. Yeah. He's a scary man. Um, yeah. but, but that's no, it. Honestly, I can't think of anybody well, else. Steph, amazing shooter. I but, do but, not but that, Did you see the Luka stats, though? They, they did a comparison of, like, clutch shooting or whatever it is, like, last-second shooting. And Luka is, like, one of... It was, like, one of 12 or something like that. And then... Dennis uh, Smith Jr. is also like one of ten, so like the Dallas Mavericks clearly just can't finish games. But just like that's just another thing where it's like, yes, Luca averages all these things, but he's not hitting these shots that are literally mm -hmm. dictating the team's season. This team's tenth. You know We're I mean? fifth. We are fifth, uh -huh. and a lot of that is due to Dame hitting like game-winning shots for us. And yeah. so like that has to be weighted and somehow. The, the, one of yeah. the, the clear examples is, other than Steph, Dame is guarded from half court, literally half court to the basket. He draws the, the fear that he puts in the other team is like, oh shit, he has a good chance of making this shot from half court. I mean, yeah. he just made and, one yesterday. And, <laughs> and, and, and he does it subtly throughout each game. It's like he'll have a, f he he just slowly like kills you. The first quarter, fifteen points. Yeah, kind of yeah. slows down in the second There's quarter, maybe burn. eight. Yeah, third quarter, fifteen points. Then he gets back with like nine minutes left in the fourth, and then all of a sudden there's five minutes left, and he puts up twenty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and, and yep. it's it's consistent. To the point where you never think it's not going to happen. It's more chances that it does happen. And when he is making those shots, then he's a creator, and you have a wide open shot for Gary Trent and the junior, or Gary Trent, <laughs> Gary Trent and Gary the junior. Trent. Sorry, the I'm, junior. I'm I'm hyped right now, but it's, <laughs> I can't talk. go, Tyler. Go. It's just it's just crazy what this man does. It's it's insane. I agree. It's amazing. He, he is, uh, and I've said this before. He's kind of our Harden when Harden was with Houston. Like, he really kind of makes all the action happen when CJ's out, which happens about once a year, unfortunately, and that's just bad luck. Um, He's my hero. And then one one more thing I got to say about the guy is what another game, I forget, it came down, we needed a defensive stop at the end of the game, and Derek Jones Jr., Rocco, made a great defensive play. Who was it against? The Pelicans, I think. Yeah, it was. And then at the end of the game, Dame hit some amazing shots. He had that and one uh, lay-in. Yep. And then comes and grabs DJ and um, Rocco and was like, that's on you. That's your win. Like, yeah. That's yeah. because of you guys that we won this game. When the dude just went up and put up 40. Yeah. I so mean, it, was it, it wasn't because of them. That no, was exhibit A of the slow kill, by the way. The, the yes. Damian Lord slow kill. It was just a slow build up that yeah, game. I loved was. it. So in the announcers for the Pelicans, I was watching like, the stream I had. And there. There. There's like, like oh, and Damian Lord makes another shot. It's just so <laughs> depressing. So and so he's unbelievable. <laughs> this is the away team stream when Dame's on his bullshit because they are so demoralized. Yes. It is similar to Steph where it's just like you can't help but get kind of drawn in. Like yep. they are a similar player. Dame is the perfect man. We're going to move on from the Blazers here, but I want to go around. I don't want people to expand. Where's Dame rank in like your all-time point guards of the NBA 
in terms of just full history, like oh, all-time wow. point guards. Wow. And I just want a number, and I'll start. I think it, it doesn't have to be a specific number. I'm, I'm going to say top five. I think when we look Whoa. at Damian Lillard back over history, I get he'll never be considered in the top five because the championships aren't going to be there, to be quite frank. And the um, postseason success is going to be more limited than a lot of these guys that are considered top five. Mm -hmm. But... When you think of just pure impact, like we've just spent 20 minutes now dissecting, uh -huh. like this dude wins games for his team. And granted, I haven't been around long enough to really be a voice of reason in this debate, but I just don't see outside of the top three or four guys, someone who's consistently relied upon to win their team the game throughout NBA history. And the guys that are the top four and five, or uh, top three and four, excuse me, I think are probably guys that are near untouchable until you win multiple championships. Like, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, Magic, Magic Johnson, Steph, yeah. Steph. Those yeah. are the Oscar, three I think yeah. of right Big away. O. Who are you? Who'd you Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, Oscar, the Big O. Like, I, I think those are the four in my head that are immediately like, mm -hmm. oh, top of my Stockton, but he didn't have rings. See, but yeah. that's one where I'm even like, is John is John Stockton better than David? No, well, I mean, no, well, way. Like, no, no way, no way. But you, but but mo a lot of people are going to argue that he is right. because exactly. he is the league leader in assists and steals of all exactly. time. That's kind of a big deal. Can, it's hard sure. to beat yeah. that. It's hard to beat. It's hard that. to beat that. <laughs> like, but he also doesn't have championships. So would, would you guys have, all yeah. go like top ten then for sure? Oh, top ten. I would top say 10 top sure. ten, but like number eight one to, in eight to ten range. Or yeah, it's around there. Yeah, shit like this. I have a question. I think I would say higher than eight to ten range, but I think. The general, like most people would argue, eight to ten range. Probably not. I, I think it's bold to say top five, but I'm. I'm I love with it. it. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Joe, Where would your... you rank Dame as far as your favorite humans <laughs> <laughs> that you don't know? So you can't choose like your. Parents. Oh, that I don't know. So like oh, that three. you don't know personally. So like you could pick Gandhi. You could pick yeah, George yeah. Washington. I see what Gandhi's doing over there, but I think <laughs> yeah, I'm more like... You see what Dame's doing over here? <laughs> yeah, where is Dame? Where is number Dame? one? I mean, he's up just the, said he's number one in my easily. heart. I, I yeah. was get my. He's Dude, number one. It's like, it's Might more than one. that. Like, he like brings hope to the city. Almost. He brings like, hope to my daily yeah. life. Yeah. Like, we have a chance with this man. Like, well, all that being insane. said, though, Kai was just finishing telling me before the podcast that Lisa Ann does the same. I don't know who that <laughs> is, but... Lisa Ann? Who's that? Oh, she's a prominent I, star in the internet world. Entertainment? That's yep. an inaccurate statement from Connor, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to let the record show. <laughs> Let's go ahead and let that move us on to yeah. uh, our next topic. Now that we've debated the Blazers for over 20 minutes, I, you know, as we tend it to It always do. turns into a Dame talk. It yeah. Well, it has mm -hmm. to. I mean, Dame, come on the pod. I just love uh, it. Come on the pod. Give the boys a kiss. <laughs> why do you always bring why that up? We, <laughs> we don't want I that. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of kissing boys, when you think of kissing boys, you usually think the bachelor... Sorry, it was the same transition I used last time. We're actually... Oh, going yeah, to it was Elon the same Musk. transition. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> We're going into Elon Musk this time. Okay. We're not going to The Bachelor quite yet. Elon. Um, Elon Musk just basically iterated that consumer space, common consumer space travel is going to be the norm Within what he said, under five years, I yes. interpreted it as like two to three years in time. Yeah. I think you on the Rogan podcast, that's what he was saying. He wants to have space travel to other planets, he wants to create life on Mars. And you know, Mars is cold, so he wants to use like regularly occurring nuclear blasts to warm up the environment. What could oh, go wrong? Yeah, what yeah. could go wrong? He's trying to create an atmosphere <laughs> on Mars, yeah, yes. right? That's what he's trying to because do. he thinks that's the that's the best spot Whoa. for to continue civilization. Um, he doesn't think that he's like not. Um, he's not much like 
he's not as down as other people on Earth, like just blowing up in the next like hundred years or so. He thinks it's still got a while, but if we don't make changes, that there's going to be some issues, mainly with like the way we control our waste and that and like all the greenhouse effects that that causes yeah, there's like a them. timer on like yeah. how if we don't change something within the next like 10 years or something yeah. then we like permanently like switch the climate timer. to where we can't flip <laughs> it back yeah. to being uh-huh. safe so it's not like we would be fucked in 10 years it's more that all okay now we've yeah. fucked our atmosphere so and much to where it's gonna be fucked way down it's in the more future, like no a matter thing what. like it, you, if you just if we all in this room just use our common sense like there's so many fucking people in this world and how much trash we consume or like how much trash we produce individually is like minimal but like times that by how many fucking people in this world what do we do with our Tyler have you been have you been to Montana anytime or like any state I should say like Montana Idaho like any of those states like most states in the United States still don't recycle. Like you go there and they just throw everything it, it in the trash. It doesn't even matter. Like think though, how fucked up that is, though. It's, like, kind of true. It, it's it's so true, and I don't mean to sound like this green no. dude, but it's like we live in Oregon, so it's just the norm. No, but no, like live. think about like how <laughs> messed up that is. Most it's messed up here. <laughs> it's way messed up here, bro. You know how we get rid of our trash? We just dump it in the hill and put dirt over it. You know how much fumes and okay, me- okay. How about this? Why would we not just get a spaceship to drop our trash on Mars then? Why do we need yes! to Whoa. Why do we need to take us away from the trash? Yes. I like that. Oh, no, what a point. Yes. I think that's at least we're talking solutions here. I yeah. think that's a, Elon needs to be in here. Yes. No, okay, I'm going to say something else. <laughs> Elon Musk overrated genius. The dude, I get, he's very smart. I get it. I think people have overweighted his genius. Okay, well, let me... Like, let's make Tessa a functional company. Tesla. Tesla. Tessa's your girlfriend. She's not a functional company? (laughs) Wow, got Tessa (laughs) on the mind. Always. Always. She's Uh the best. Shout out, Tessa. I'm happy for you. I'm very happy for you both. Let's make that a functional, profitable company, and then trust what this guy says about space travel. Is it not profitable? Well, that's because they just decide to take all their money and invest it in crazy shit every year. Oh, Oh, like, like, hey, hashtag Dogecoin, baby. Let's go to Mars and also invest in this. The fact that that company's public is pretty hilarious, by the way, with how like freaking reckless Elon is. No, yeah, it's amazing. I fucking love Elon Musk. Yeah, forget what he said. He's investing in... All this millions of dollars in something that like he's not sure will work, and he's like open about it. I mean, I wouldn't say like he's just testing stuff. He's done some crazy shit. Like he literally just decided to make his own private company for going to space, and they literally just went to the International Space Station. Like that's pretty crazy. It's cool. Like with no government funding, he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna make my own space company. And and, and don't get me wrong here, he is a genius. Like he deserves to be a prominent mind. Oh yeah. I just think. There's a cult following at this point that's yeah. too yes. invested in everything he says. I think we should reasonably consider that he could be wrong at certain points. Yeah, but at sure. this point, he's kind of people on Twitter and, and Instagram treat him like the Messiah. Yeah. Like, I mean, what yeah. he says goes. Yep, yep, well, yep. okay. I think the main reason why it's like that is because he's so unlike any other super rich dude. Like, fair. You almost like relate to him more. Like, he, he talks about relatable. Dogecoin and like he knows yeah. about memes and he like smokes pot on Joe Rogan's podcast. He did that one time and he got fucked up. Got in big trouble. Kind of, but dude, he, does, <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. He also yeah. tweeted. Jeff Bezos would not be doing that. No. No, never. No, no, right. no, never. Bezos is a weirdo. He also tweeted yeah, Tesla's stock price <laughs> is way too high, and Tesla's stock price just plummets. But like in the long run, it probably made the price go up because people fuck with that guy in that company saying yeah. shit like that. Right. But also right. about the Mars thing, I actually saw him in an interview saying 
people were asking him like the science about it like does this actually make sense like all this stuff and he was kind of like i honestly don't really know right. but it's just <laughs> exciting to me to think about this as he's an opportunity up for like he's just like he's for opening Mars. people's minds to this and like getting the ball rolling which is dope as fuck i, I do appreciate yeah. that he's he is a like i mean again i'll reiterate for third or fourth time like he's a genius like no doubt about that i yeah. just in terms of like the business aspects i'm always like should we dive in so head first to everything he says? And he even says, no, we shouldn't. And yeah, he would say, you like, shouldn't listen no, to hey, this. No, hey, fuck you on that part. Yeah. I want to take your last yeah. vote. <laughs> so yeah. I'm probably one of those people that's like, I judged him based on like what I see on Twitter and all that. And that definitely gets run out of. But to Joey's point, Tyler... Why are we not just moving trash to Mars? It makes complete sense. To that me. does make a lot of that sense. That made a ton of sense. Like the, the interesting thing and about then nuking it there and creating an atmosphere at the same time. Blow that shit up. <laughs> the, the crazy thing about cool traveling to Mars cool. is there's only a six month span where these planets line up and where, like, so say same with Oregon he, he was Summers, saying if, right? if you if you miss that six month span and you're like six month one day and you fly past Mars you're gone for oh forever <laughs> yeah so it's like super sketchy he's like people are gonna die like shit is gonna go down but dude like, yeah people gotta die to learn it's I, like how ants whenever they try to find new food there will all be one or two that go in that <laughs> direction if they don't find anything they die and no one else goes that way and if they do find shit people will start following perspective it. right That's there actually, <laughs> dude Joey you're on fire this <laughs> time. That's what Elon's <laughs> doing. But on the imagine travel? Like the Earth, trash from Earth, dump it on Mars, watch ants. <laughs> Humans are a lot like we, ants. But imagine we hop yeah. in, the sp- in the spaceship and we're like, yeah, we're going to fucking Mars, and then we just are gone. Like and we're, we're gone forever, <laughs> and, then, and then we're just going to have to start eating each other. Like, we run out of it would, it would get bad. Like, <laughs> it would get first bad. For sure. um, There's the, no the way would you eat so, me first. I don't think any of us would least actually least go to Mars. Yeah. I don't I'm think anyone in this room either. would go to Mars. I don't want to speak for you guys, but I'm going to make the assumption you guys probably wouldn't want to make that like five-year trip. Wait, but no, it's a, no, it's only like a three-month trip. Oh, okay, whatever. Still a long With time. This uh, yeah. Kyle, to answer that question, I'm scared as shit. Yeah, oh, I was yeah. going to say, no, one what are the hours odds? to like San Francisco? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck no, I don't want to blast into the atmosphere for three months. If you could go to space, go like to not space. even to the moon, just go into like low orbit space and like say so they're cool like, there is like an X percentage, like what percentage is it of you dying? That you're still willing to go. Like, what percentage would you set it at? I feel like for me, it would have to be. Wait, wait, say. So, like, say they're like, okay, like, we can fly, you know, consumers to low orbit space and you can, like, see the Earth from space, which would be pretty fucking dope. Let's Uh let's not lie. Um, And they're like, but there's like a you know there's a 99% chance that you're going to be fine but there's that 1% chance that you're, you're going to blow up in the rocket. I would do it for 1%. You think you'd do it for 1%? Yeah. yeah. I think I maybe would death? too. Yeah. If that, I didn't have to spend money. You wouldn't money. do any more? You wouldn't do like an 80/20 situation? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's that was what I was getting at. Was there is there like a lower percentage that you'd be okay with? Well, I don't I mean uh, like I don't Am I getting paid at the end? I don't really want to do it in the first place. No, no, no. Place. You have to pay, man. Yeah, like you, it's like no, expensive. Let's say it's free. Let's say yeah, it's what, free. For argument's sake, I like that. Mm-hmm. It's free. A one percent's pretty big. It is pretty big, yeah. Dude, that's... I mean, how happy are you with your life? Like I, <laughs> <laughs> I, Fuck, I I don't know. I honestly could not do it and be okay. That's I why I don't want to yeah. risk a super high percent. But I would love it too. I mean, it would be pretty amazing to see the Earth from space. It would. It would be really life changing. Maybe. Yeah. Like, say you get to do like five trips around the Earth, like five orbits. That'd be fucking sick. The the chances of getting your destination on an airplane have to be similar to ninety nine to one. Oh, it's got to be way higher than. Oh yeah, it's like ninety nine point nine. It's like as close to one hundred percent you can pretty much get. Someone's like, hey, 
We've we've the thing is I'm not gonna trust anyone's fucking stats. I need to see ninety thousand flights Never tell go me the into odds. space uh-huh. and come yeah. back and then tell me like, hey, out of these, only one percent is blown up in outer space where no one ever knows you died. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, I'll consider it. Like I'm not just gonna take someone's stats as like, hey, this is ninety nine to one that yeah. you make it to Mars yeah. to live for three months. Like well, where do I go? And Tyler, you mentioned the six month time frame. Well, okay, so I got to come back. Well, yeah. then why do I ever leave? I you don't have a job anymore. That's for I'm sure. cool. I'm cool <laughs> being so naive on just like space. Like I am yeah. so great just seeing what is on my TV with yeah. uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's in, fucking in cool. Don't like, get me that's wrong. That's good enough. But like, I'm scared of the ocean. Like, See, oh, yeah, I am, yeah. I'm soft as baby shit when yeah. it comes oh, to things sure. that are unknown yes. to me. So yeah. like, I can't just. It's hard for me to picture a time where I'm like. Fuck yeah, blast my ass into space. Yeah. Like, blast me into <laughs> out of fucking space. And you know why? Because Elon Musk said so. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I barely bought Dogecoin. You know you know, you know what, though? If Damian Lillard yes. said to do it, well, that's we would all do it. Well, because he's, uh, like we've already mentioned, the most clutch player I will follow him in the league, into war. So, like... Yeah. I'm definitely riding in his spaceship if possible. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, his isn't blowing up. Dude's clutch is <laughs> Yeah. James doing the equations. I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be like a red light that went off like emergency and Dame would figure Dame it out. Dame just like, I got five <laughs> seconds to fix this. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I, I, I do think the world in, uh, in totality missed a certain period of time where they could have sent Dame, LeBron, MJ and the late, great Kobe, along with maybe Derek Jeter and Tom Brady, up into space on a spaceship to Mars, because you know that bitch isn't dying. Like, yeah. I mean, no chance. Honestly, yeah. Most clutch group in the world, <laughs> they're going to make it. They're going to give you good insight. We missed our I mean, chance. that's mm-hmm. kind of yeah. too soon, considering, you know, the whole situation. It is kind of too soon. Yeah, yeah. a little soon, Connor. Little, little yeah. soon. Little soon. A little soon. Okay, but edit anyway, that <laughs> before, edit that out. Edit that out. Before we get off of this Elon Musk tangent, yes, I need to ask you guys where you stand on Dogecoin and other coins. Coins. <laughs> I, I I can cryptos. Start. I have an yes. opinion on basically everything, so I can start. Okay, yeah, I'll hear how much you guys. It might not are be educated, but I have an opinion. Uh, to me, it's still this fictional thing that I do see how it could come to fruition, like it being the main currency, all that. I just like, can that really happen in our lifetime? So the way I view it is it's a stock. It's just another stock. It's like a company that's existent and like Bitcoin, Dogecoin, I get like the, how they could be used going forward and that Mm -hmm. they do have application. Mm -hmm. Well, and they are being used. You're right. They're already in process, but like to me where I get caught up in my mentality of that being the main form of currency is like, so you expect just thinking of our one country and granted, probably the debatably the most powerful country going on right now Mm -hmm. still is like, they're going to decide, Hey, fuck that U S dollar. Let's go ahead and switch to this online currency that we now have no control over. So like the government, that's what I'm saying. Where's the feds come into this? Well, and Jeff Bezos, right? Dude's got, it, like all these rich people, the one percent own the world. Haven't mm-hmm. we all determined yes. that as common right. folk? Yeah, right. Yes. Like so, we know nothing. Why the fuck would all of us be able to somehow finally band together when we and haven't been able You're... to do that now? Like we we should be able to do that right fucking now. And maybe this is like the frontier where it happens. Mm-hmm. I get that's kind of the war cry. I just 
It re- I honestly yeah. don't know I mean, if you there's watched resource what they did. behind it to make it the actual thing. So right now, as of right now, I'm treating it as a super volatile stock yeah. that has more pertinence than a GameStop or AMC. Yeah. Like it's more longevity to it. But and I'll get in on the the stock and the trading. If you're asking me, do I believe Dogecoin will be okay. what I'm trading when I'm 55 or mm-hmm. spending when I'm 55 to get right. my groceries? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. Do you think Bitcoin could be? Bitcoin is, and like Bitcoin's the, the leader. Bitcoin's yeah. the leader if that's going to happen. Do I think you, they're all one in the same bucket to me, though. So, no, I don't. Okay. Do I you think it's very realistic. I think yeah. it's very realistic to say that there will be platforms where it will be prominently spent. Like, where... Like internet websites like Amazon, for example, that's, you know, everyone is using on a daily basis. You will obviously have the option to pay. I think you already do have the option to pay. Some of them, but some of them not really. But yet. Basically, what I'm yeah. saying is it will be the norm to but where you can do that. Point. But More you will, will also be, be able to pay with U.S. currency. I think I think it is a great principle, like the idea of cryptocurrency. It makes sense to everybody. It's like, yeah, like we know, you know, decentralized currency, like from a phil- philosophical standpoint, it makes sense. Right. But. There are people in this world that just love to cause crazy shit to happen. Like we just saw it with the stock. Like we just watched Reddit, watch Wall Street like lose a shit ton of money because they're just like fuck Wall Street. We're gonna buy and this stock and make this yeah. make the stock price and go up. They yeah. can do Street, anything. That was That's crazy. My point, is then what Wall Street did is just freeze it all. They're like, no, nah, yeah, they found this. a way. But the thing is, is that I think in order to protect the normal consumer. Like the government is going to have to step in at some point. There's going to be something that happens that I can't predict right now with these cryptos when they start to really like gain steam and are being used a lot more frequently. I think there's going to be one event that happens where a bunch of normal people get fucked over in some fashion. Like one currency will lose value and a bunch of people like that. A lot of people had investment in. I don't. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. But I think there's going to be something that happens. Feds are going to have to step in, and then it's going to be basically like that. I agree with because you can't take away the U.S. dollar either. That's my thing. Like at least within like so. I don't know shit, but is, is say Bitcoin takes over, then the dollar is nothing. Then what happens? To, like you're saying, with the one percent, you have to go all this trade cash. it. Yeah. You have to go trade it in for Bitcoin. A lot of people at, lose at a, money, by the way, at a happened. smaller margin, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> so say I have fifty million, I trade my Bitcoin right. for twenty-five so million. Like, no one's rich people. Okay, so I am an advocate. And decentralized not, blockchain it, technology. Like, I'm not against I, I don't think I'm against it either. Yeah. I just don't yeah. see the logistics of it actually taking Okay, over. so do any of you guys have any Bitcoin or Dogecoin I or any coin? Only dollars like, worth of Doge. Only as, like, stock. And, like, it's okay, not, yeah, I just have nothing, to, nothing to talk For about. For FOMO purposes. Okay. Okay. I have FOMO with so, it. Let me just say no. Okay, here's yeah. my thing, Kyle. Yeah. To answer a point that you made about how you think it could potentially be used on, like, internet purchases. Right. What percentage of purchases today do you think are made online? Oh, it's got to be ridiculously like like yeah. 90 something, right? I it's actually gotta be, have no idea. It's got to be something no, extremely high. high. It's, it's got to be a lot. Yeah. yeah. People so, don't pay us for this podcast to hear accurate stats. Yeah, true. Okay, it's 75%. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> uh, it's got to be more than that. <laughs> I actually have no idea, but that number is going up too. To like I've else. actually started ordering my groceries online right. and I just go and pick them up. So right. I'm buying my groceries online too. Right. So sure. knowing that and knowing basically what this is, is modernizing payments in the digital age, right. because these currencies are so much more efficient to transact behind the scenes than the United States dollar. So some people are even starting to accept a less if you pay for it in Bitcoin. Because right. Right. of the that back end, like the banks have to get involved, right? Like no, no credit, Fargo. no fees or anything like that that they have to yeah. pay their banks. Yeah, exactly. I get what you're saying. Yeah. So 
if I wanted to buy something from you, I need to. I I don't have cash, right? So Wells Fargo, they do all this shit. Like they read the signatures and all that shit. And then you know your bank, all this stuff. This happens immediately, and there's no banks and no people involved. It does it all. Right. Conceptually, so, I totally like, no. It I makes agree. so what makes happens sense. though in a, in a situation where the economy takes a really big downturn and all of a sudden crypto goes break, up, but all of a sudden like basic goods like food become very very scarce and it, it all of a sudden it increases in value. But the only currency that we we, we have to work with it are these cryptos. Mm-hmm. And it's like what if those all of a sudden just become like so expensive to where like the average person can't afford to buy them with their cryptos and then there's no government that can step in and like lower the price so people can live. It's you know what I'm saying? point there too. Even if it's not an expensive thing, like who's then, and I get maybe the point is like there's no one. Okay, we all say we don't want regulation, right? The feds mm-hmm. will okay, regulate that. but what about that. when you're getting fucked in the wild, wild west right. by crypto and you're ju- you're the common person who's just getting screwed because you don't understand and everything Mm. switched let's say Mm -hmm. and now there's no government no one like and i'm not i'm not like super pro government regulating everything i'm just saying like there's no one to even at there's no information it's basically like Oh yeah, you lost it because a coder was better yeah. than you. Think, figured it out. Think oh, the guy okay. in Germany. And the guy in Germany it. who like, can't have his wrong. like millions of dollars worth of crypto because he can't remember his fucking password yes, because there's exactly. no one that could tell he him his password. Three million like, bucks or fuck? ten million or whatever because yeah. he couldn't get back into his passcode. Yeah, it just seems like it's really far away from becoming like Same. the number I, one. And then how do you make that transition to where all right, cash is, or you make everyone put, turns in their cash for Bitcoin or whatever? Like when does that? Tra- how does it work? It's and, happening slowly. That's like kind of what's happening right now. Yeah, that's you know, a good point. Like, I, I think so point. too. It is uh-huh. happening. Yeah, people are trans. Okay. Oh, and then to your point, right? Yeah, like you I, see it I'm as a curious. stock I, right I now. Right. You see yes. a stock, yes. which is a really good way to see it because really, Bitcoin specifically is kind of ideally just like it will symbolize the entire market, right? right? So it would almost be like having like. A, a mutual fund just right. in the right. market. If, yep, if yep. crypto comes to fruition, Bitcoin's a part of that. But okay. it is liquid, liquid as fuck. More it's, liquid than any other. It's a hundred percent liquid. Okay, so it's like you, you own a it. stock, but you can buy your groceries with it. It's literally like if you if your bank account gave you, you know, you get like one percent APR. They're investing that in the market, and then they give you like a tiny fraction of it. So yeah, Bitcoin right. c- is the bank. Like it keeps your money safe for you, right? And you make or lose the money as the market changes, right? So the bank doesn't offer you any value. My my last question with this is what what stops it from just plummeting? The the what thing has that a little bit. stops it from plummeting is it being in circulation. So it People will, it right? Like if, if it actually makes its way into like daily life, mm-hmm. what would, what would make it plummet is like the coronavirus. Like, People stop people buying not, shit. People the not only, buying, Tyler, yeah. To answer your question, I think the only thing making it plummet is the real market. Mm-hmm. Like I think right. the dollar bill and like whatever country's mm-hmm. currency, that's what makes it plummet because once people are like, no, I don't believe in it, price goes way down. But to Joey's point, if it was currency... The only thing making it go down is 
worldwide events, yeah. basically. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like it, it becomes the dollar in my gotcha. head, at least. It's like it replaces mm-hmm. becomes every currency. Okay, okay and then now. one more question: Can some super smart nerd just go in and steal everyone's Bitcoin, and then we're all fucked? That's what I'm no. always worried about yeah. too. That's, that's like what I was it. saying with the big event <laughs> kind of thing, where it's like something I'm too like dumb that to know if that's possible. Like, yeah. So I'm naturally scared of it. It's, <laughs> it would actually be, be a lot harder to do that than to break into like your bank online, like to hack into your bank account. Oh, I figured it would be, but like I've actually seen a lot of movies. I could break into a bank like today. <laughs> I actually know somebody that works at a bank, and he's been robbed two times. Fuck. Well, that. that's fucking scary. Yeah, like by a gun, he gave them all the money. <laughs> oh, wow. like, I mean, I, I would. I'm not going to get shot say, like, for giving up my yeah, bank no, money. Yeah, no, it's I'm like kidding. I don't even no, know like, who owns I this place. The opposite end of the spectrum, where like we should fire that guy. <laughs> he just doesn't care about our bank. Yeah, yeah. stand up for what's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. would also not stand up for other people's money. Um, that's why it all has to go online. Uh huh. Right, okay. Yeah. Well, but, do you have any final, any wrap up comments? Because we one need last, to move on. What, what, a, what about servers go down? EMP. We get in like that's this what, is this is the beauty of it. Okay. It is decentralized. So a server can go down today, and everything is fucked because that's a centralized source of data that is stored okay but this is decentralized it's like the cloud so, yeah, yeah. It, it is it kind of is like the cloud but the cloud is like data centers somewhere True. Yeah. this True. is like a bunch of data centers so like if, if you <laughs> that are like huge so if Bombs. if one thing goes down each <laughs> block is connected to like 10 different blocks with mm-hmm. the same information on it so yep. all nine of the other ones still have that information and they'll be able to verify it with each other and then they'll create another one to replace the faulty block. Gotcha. So so there's no way for it to really all crash. I mean, and that it's will, unli- I, very, very unlikely. Yeah, it's unlikely. If I sent yeah. an EMD out, it would fuck you up in terms of Bitcoin still though, right? Those are those things uh, EMP? from Call of Duty. EMP. Did I say that wrong? You said D, yeah. but yeah. EMP. It's P? Okay, EMP. Oh, uh, yeah, it would. But I that would, would also be fucked today because I don't have day. any cash. That's like, a fair point. I, my, my debit card wouldn't work. That's a fair point. Okay, let's move on. Pulling yeah, all my money out. Let's move on. Let's move on. I just want to yeah. say buy Bitcoin today. Do it. Do it. Do I have it. FOMO of losing money when it goes up in value. Dude, like buy it because it's hedging your risk. And I would like to say before our, our next segment that Joey is not a licensed financial advisor. I'm not. And that if you choose no. to take his advice, the Back Your podcast cannot be held liable. <laughs> yep, Thank barely you. Barely yeah, nice, Connor. Nice. <laughs> um, I just love Bitcoin. Yeah, we can tell. Anyway, <laughs> let's move on. Okay, this is a surprise subject, actually. I don't think any of you have seen it. Maybe you have. It's all good either way. But rumor has it and i think it's basically been confirmed at this point that troy aikman and joe buck you know a common mm-hmm. sunday night yep. announcing crew not water in their cup folks that's a tequila and so the story has been that joe buck and troy aikman when you're seeing them drink their water or whatever it is it's tequila and that's why in the second half as you've seen on tv with the screenshots all that they are red in the face red as, as, shit. Fuck, yes. as fuck really their job yes. great but I'm curious more. We don't have to dive in specifically to Troy Aikman, Joe uh-huh. Buck. I think they're two of the best in the game. Yeah. Regardless of being hammered or not, I couldn't yeah. do as well. Do we think this is an issue? Is this facts? <laughs> it might make me like them more. Exactly. <laughs> I'm with you, Kyle. Yeah. Is this facts? This well, so I think it's facts at this point. Like I think one. Of, I I haven't done my due diligence, but I do know for a fact prior to this, 
Joe Buck, it was a thing that during baseball games, he's obviously a multi-sport mm-hmm. announcer, is he would always ask an assistant to grab like the biggest beer in the stadium and bring it up to him and he'd sip on it throughout the whole game. One beer. Okay. But the okay. biggest size. So, so okay. A, There's a lot of evidence. 30 ounces, right? Like yeah. a full nine inning beer. <laughs> I have no issue with this. As my, long as you can do the job, me they must, may, they must think it helps them do their job in a way. I bet and it that does. Was justified. I bet it does. They yeah. said it's something to make you relax so you're kind of more toned back to that phase where you're talking to the normal person rather mm-hmm. than knowing I'm projecting this to 15 million people watching this. Yeah, across. right. I'd say the same thing if I was hammered on a podcast. Yeah. yeah. I've never been that way on podcasting. <laughs> but, um, but you've done podcasts while having beer. For sure. Only to right? relax. Exactly. <laughs> no, that is the. That's kind of their their ideas. Like, I mean, it makes a ton of sense to me. Joe Buck in like the eighth inning of a playoff baseball game just blacked out, just like Jeter. Eh, <laughs> yeah, you, you're <laughs> dancing a line with that. Holy like, fuck! It's gone. <laughs> Holy fuck! <laughs> I, I think that'd be I, hilarious. If you don't like that, you just got a big dump in your pants, and you're a loser. I think it's awesome that they're yeah, drinking like, cares? a little bit. Do you yeah, think it's their a, choice? Like, who cares? Like, I think yeah. it's cool. Well, and if they if they do a good enough to Kyle's point yeah. there if they do a good enough job that they're still the two most prominent announcers yeah. in the sport like Joe Buck yeah. does World Series yeah. Troy Aikman's known as like the biggest football athlete personality that still announces outside yeah. of Tony Romo and that's because ah Jim I don't know here let's <laughs> see what happens Jim um, <laughs> but, I love it. look at like, it from this perspective is is what they're doing if they were to fuck up in any sort of fashion is anybody getting hurt no no one's getting hurt if Joe Buck is blacked out drunk and slurring his words during a baseball game <laughs> like kids. people would yeah the kids are seeing a bad role model I guess that's <laughs> the worst case scenario but no one is dying it's not like a doctor getting drunk for his job and performing surgery so that's where I think no one should really give a fuck can I, can I ask a follow-up though here being that would you feel differently if it was Al Michaels or Jim Nance kind of like the dad tones of our childhood. Like, I mean, these are the guys. That, Anything like, to get Chris Collinsworth off TV. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. But so, I'm not yeah. thinking, don't think football anymore. Maybe use golf here. Like, Jim Nance, the Masters, if, hello, friends, turned into, oh, friends. Yeah. Like, that all of a sudden <laughs> becomes so a bit more aggressive. Like, I, and I think, know, when, I I, when think I'm it... thinking the Masters, I want Jim Nance to be sober. Yeah. I want him to be maybe even a little tired. Maybe one <laughs> glass of wine. Yeah. One glass of wine. Maybe, I want Jim Nance to yeah. have maybe, a Maybe smoke wine. a little weed. And here goes the shot. And Oh, look how beautiful the grass is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I forgot. Really there goes the today. shot. And uh, <laughs> it landed on the green 10 feet short. Sorry. I was, I was dozing off there. But I, I'm, I'm fine I didn't it. find yeah, this to be it. a big deal. On the flip side of the coin... People did find it to be a big deal that Tom Brady was hammered during oh. the Super Bowl celebration. Notably, tossed the Lombardi trophy across two <laughs> boats. Oh my god. Um, that was I lady. know, that I, was crazy. I, know I wanna I wanna start there. I wanna know thoughts on two different subjects, but I wanna start here. The toss of the Lombardi trophy. Uh Kyle, I'm gonna give this one to you first. Joey, then Tyler. Sorry, Ty. It's all good. Kyle, how yes. Did you interpret the toss? Were you stressed about the trophy flying across water? Did you care Tom Brady was hammer? You know, like, how did you feel when you saw the video strictly of him throwing the Lombardi trophy? Uh, Tom Brady being harried, hammered was awesome, by the way. Anyone who has a problem with that should fuck right off. You're right. Like, we should mix these in um, together. Let's do mm-hmm. the tossing of the Lombardi trophy along with Tom Brady being kind of carried out. We've all mm-hmm. seen the video now of yeah. the celebration. He just won the Super Bowl. Let him fucking get hammered. All right. It's hilarious and it's awesome for everybody. Uh, on the trophy. 
<laughs> was I a little stressed watching the video the first time I saw it? Yeah, I was a little stressed, but Same. I wanted it to happen. So <laughs> I wasn't like, no, don't throw it. No, it was like, no, please do throw it. This is hilarious. Like, I had no issue with it. The trophy lady can can yeah. suck it. Like, the, come on. The daughter of the silversmith yeah. who created the Lombardi trophy. Like, it's like, dude, there's so many of those things lying there, around that's now. That's what I wonder. Like, there's is that the original one? There's no, no way. No way. Like, there's no way. Thousands of them. There's got to be a ton of them. What if. Yeah, what happens if that falls in the water? My mom has held that trophy, by the way. So, like, that goes to show that there's no way, there's multiple, because yeah. there's no way there's, like, one trophy that, like, somehow now my mom Stanley was able Cup, to hold at maybe one point. That's something different, but. I think that is different, yeah. I don't know. I think all of them are just. No. I, I really, truly, I, I get some of them. The rule that they tell fans is that they hand them back and that they. Yeah, and they, yeah. Give them a replica or whatever it is. I think everything floating around is a fucking replica. I mean, like, yeah, because yeah. The, the original one, the the one of one, that's got to be saved for the Hall of Fame, or yeah. is already sitting right. there. Yeah. And so, to me, especially the Lombardi, more than most trophies, I was like, yeah, okay, if that falls in, they're holding a new one three days from now. Mm-hmm. Like that's what like, I think. Like he had to know that too. Like Tom Brady. Is clutch, and, you know? <laughs> no true. way he wasn't making that throw. First I'm with of all. Kyle that the, watching the video, it was hard not to just get naturally a tiny bit stressed. But I do think, like, you. Okay, here's a, here's a different point, I guess. If it did fall in, would I give a fuck the no. next year when someone was holding the Lombardi? Again? Oh, would that's actually like, pretty funny. Did they did they fish that out of Tampa Bay? Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Like they're the Super Bowl champions, and yeah, it's more cares? the symbolism, right? Yeah. But then you get the silversmith's daughter, who's like, no, he spent years crafting that. Like, honey, that hasn't been the same trophy for thirty five years, and if you don't I, I know just, that, you're just yeah. your dad. It's almost the biggest honor in the world to toss that thing across the water because it's just so. Like if it did go in the water, it'd be a huge thing. But they caught it. It was the, it was Tom Brady throwing to Cameron Brady. Like they're gonna catch it. Like just if we're it. flying to Mars, someone can go down and get the fucking trophy. <laughs> like let's be honest, point, <laughs> put some Way scuba gear on. Yeah. Here's a follow up again. Uh, Tom Brady, if it was anyone but him throwing it across, it, granted he's you know he's got seven of them. So if it was anyone but him throwing it across, would you think ah, I could come up short? Like <laughs> there, there was one dude I trusted to toss it mm-hmm. boat to boat. It was Tom Brady, and if there was someone I also trusted to give less of a fuck because he had six others in his trophy case to toss it across, both Tom Brady's. Yeah, I mean, almost made for a great moment. Seven Super Bowls is just his Absurd. Instagram post after the parade and everything. It was just I kept the receipts and everyone saying he's done, he's done, he's done, and he wins another is like such such a power move by that man. You you just have to respect. Safe yeah. to say goat yeah. shit, goat yeah. shit. Oh yeah, like and people still saying he's not the goat, like. I just don't get it. They always bring up, like, well, he's not even the most talented quarterback. But that's where it comes to the intangibles and the Damian Lillard, the leadership, bringing everyone else up. You're just an uh, idiot. Championships. You're an absolute <laughs> fucking idiot if you don't think this guy is the good I mean, yes. yeah, yeah, it's true. And I, I agree with that. Joey, one thing I wanted to ask you, though, is it did it almost make Tom Brady as a non-Patriots fan? So you've probably, if you're like me, you've spent most of your life almost with quite a bit of disdain for Tom Brady because sure. he always fucking wins. Did this one seem a little different, though, to where, at least when I was watching the videos, I was definitely like, this is the guy I would root for my whole life because he's he's hammered at the parade. He's tossing the trophy. like, And again, this is all a matter of the fact that he had six prior, so it's a little less of a mm-hmm. first-time accomplishment, all that. I get it. But... This is the guy I wish he was his whole career, and I think this was a great year. For I don't like, think he was allowed to. And I don't either, and, and that's kind of what I'm getting Bill, at. Yeah. Do you think you've, like, 
seeing the real Tom Brady now that we kind of got this one year away from New England and he's still a champion, all that. Like, how'd that play to you personally? Um, this one was different than any other one. Do you guys know why? Fact, yeah. He wasn't playing for New England? Nope. Why? He did not kiss a boy after. Oh, we did talk about this last time. We talked about this last time. I, I think we skirted it right in the Bachelor update. We did, we, we did. I had a feeling here. Joey was going to get I, On the last podcast, it was before the Super Bowl, and I said, I think the Bucks are going to win, and I want them to win because I want to see Tom Brady kiss another mo- boy. <laughs> and he won, and I, your exact <laughs> and I watched him after on the field to see what he was doing. Didn't kiss a single one. He, <laughs> he looked like he wanted to with Bruce Arians at one point. Like they were looking each other in the eye really close, <laughs> but he didn't do it. I think he would have, but I don't think Bruce is into that. So, yes, this one was a lot different for Tom. I mean, I just can't believe he goes one year after leaving New England and just wins a fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. This man is fucking insane. It is insane. I actually fuck with him. Like it was, it's pretty sick what he did. I thought he was just kissing. So is it? He he's. Would more you than kiss that. him? He's more than that. Uh yeah, yeah. I think yeah, same. Gone. I wouldn't. I don't think I would either. I've spent too much what time he did to the Falcons. him as a patriot that I couldn't. I'll never forgive him for what I'm he did to the Falcons. I'm not changing my answer. I mean, either. I, I might do it, but I wouldn't enjoy it. Well, but because you wouldn't he's been hate a it too long. What? W- would you hate it? Well, no. I mean, how could you? I mean, it's Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And you're, we're you're kissing magic. Yeah. <laughs> emotional kisses. We've got to be talking Matt James, right? And this season oh, of The Bachelor. Shit. Uh, this season of The Bachelor has been nothing short of drama-filled. Uh, no thanks to Matt. Kind of a boring Bachelor, I'll say. Yeah, it. I've heard that. Let's start there. Uh, Joey, you've been watching. Kyle, you've side-eyed it. Keep, I'm Tyler, keeping you're up. keeping keep, up through us. Keeping so up with the Kardashians. It all, it all helps. You're getting, the, you're getting the recourse through your girlfriend telling you what's happening, I'm sure. Yeah. Shout out, Megan. Um, I want to start with you, Joey, again. Okay. Matt James, has he piqued your interest as a Bachelor? What, how do you feel about this season as a whole when we're just thinking of him as a Bachelor? I actually think he's a really good one. Okay. I think he has... He's kind of low energy a lot of the time. So like, like his, boring. I yeah, agree. boring sometimes. Like Wait, his, so, well, <laughs> so his toast can How's be he good. I think he is. I think he's just kind of a good guy. Like, oh, I, okay, <laughs> I agree with you. I think he's got really good character. Yeah, like, I do too. I trust I that too. he is a good human. Yes, I'm not watching this to watch good humans interact. Okay, would you rather have Matt James or Ari? Those I think he, Matt James is in the Ari bucket where I'm so bored by these people. Like hmm. I I want I didn't think Colton season was the best, but I love that he was just so emotionally fragile. That oh, he was so like not he was so fit weird. for that. But yeah, it was entertaining. It, all I'm here for is entertainment uh-huh. down the line. Like Matt, almost too good and normal of a person that he goes with all the canned lines, which he should. They love it. He the producers he's a producer's wet dream. Oh yeah. Cuz he, he's devastatingly attractive, says whatever they tell him to say yeah. and never really makes issues. Oh yeah, he's the best at dodging issues too. Yeah. But that's why he's boring. Yeah. I need I need you to get engaged on all this or uh-huh. else why am I watching this? Yeah. Well, I mean, he's probably doing it to save his image to dump all these girls and then go find a, a new move. one. It's I'm probably a great a move for him. I would try to do the same thing if I was in his position as a viewer. Yeah. I'm not totally. all in. Totally. Kyle, you're shaking your head. You've been bored by this season as a true fan. 
<laughs> well, I'm a new fan, so okay. it's hard for me I to like. You're comparing to all these other dudes who I have no idea what the hell they're like. So it's hard for me to be like, <laughs> oh yeah, that guy more. was better. Well, yeah, that would be entertaining. So I can't necessarily disagree with you there, Connor. The, the one thing I do notice would be more entertaining whenever I do check in is he's always just straight faced, like never like really showing too much emotion. That's what I'm saying. So I, I understand where bland, you're coming from. Very yeah. even keeled, which is I get. Great guy. That's a good personality trait to have. You shouldn't be on reality TV, though. Okay, but... Like, reality TV is so we can see you go really happy to way too sad <laughs> to way too angry. Like, I don't need the guy that plays yeah, the middle. Your <laughs> nervous wreck is that? my entertainment. Yes, right? Well, it's true. Why is that show popular? Okay, because of that. But I will say, I, in a weird way... Queen Victoria was the best part of this season, I'll say it. Yeah, she was really awesome, but he's... Really, I mean, dude, he's like a cool guy. Like, I would like to be his friend. Like, I would like to hang out with him. I don't disagree. And, like, I like watching him. I don't think him. we're seeing the real him at all. I like watching him go on these one-on-one dates because he has a great time with the girls, and they like him, and he likes them. Oh, I disagree. She, I like, mean, okay, what about this this last one with Serena, right? Like, she, I feel like they're just faking it the whole fucking time. Like, both uh, sides. He, he says shit, and her heart melts. No, Serena hated that date. <laughs> She fucking. She hated the date. She wanted to go home. But he, he was, was so like, cool about it. After. No, no. I okay. We have another. Wait, we disagreed what? about Sarah. What? So this is another good point. Okay, okay. The tantric Fine. yoga, right? Yeah. This is what the date we're talking about. I okay. wouldn't have I liked it if I was Sarah either. Serena. Serena. Yeah. I agree with you. I think she was right. She was like, "This was fucking weird." It was weird, and it's on and, but TV. But then he was kind of like. It is weird, but like it taught us a lot about ourselves. It's like, dude, get out of the producer's pocket. Like this was fucking terrible. Well, he what he said was that they were staring each other in the eyes while they were like doing yoga poses on top of each other. He tried to kiss her and she skirted it. And, dude. She, and oh. she didn't like the whole thing. But what he said is like, I've never stared at somebody like that while doing anything like that before. And so like, I feel like I know you better and you know me better. Like that was just a weird thing we both did together. <laughs> and she fucked with that because it was true. I would do. I would be willing to do that with any of you guys right now, <laughs> we and know, see Joey. if it's true. I'm down well, for science. I, well, and I, I, I do get what he's saying, but then her whole point was like, "Yeah, I get that, but I don't really know. Like, this time could have been much better used to like actually get to know each other. Like, yeah, sure, okay. So what I've learned is you're not cool with staring at each other in the face for thirty minutes and and maybe getting a little like." Sexual connotation, a little aroused in, but uh, not on national aroused. TV. Like yeah. I've learned that, uh-huh. and it's like okay, I don't really know like what your favorite color is, like what your fucking <laughs> deal like, is. Like, like basic <laughs> things you should know about yeah. each other. <laughs> I feel like Serena was like, "Send me the fuck home," just like Kit was. She's like, "Hey, my mom's Cynthia Raleigh. Like I was here for the branding, and it worked out." And she's like, "Send me the fuck home." These hmm. final four, like two out of four, are like shit. Uh, well, I hope he doesn't pick me because there's not the fireworks. That's really my that's how you that's feel my about opinion. it. I think uh-huh. I think this group of girls also it's made it tough because um, outside of Abigail, who we're all rooting for, RIP. I was just say, you, but before you mentioned Abigail, your takes about reality TV do not align with rooting for her to win. Well, but that okay. So, I so don't where do you lie on that? Talked about this yet? But like Abigail went to Linfield, where I went, and we yeah, were good you're a homer. In school. You're we, a homer. I am a homer. She is. A great person, like she. She seems really nice. The thing I was most my brother about, knew her, didn't he? Going, yeah, John yeah. knew her. Like when his freshman year, they knew each other as well. Like we all hung out a ton and stuff. And so, did I ever um, meet her? You probably did, to be honest. Oh. Well, at least one time. If you came up and visited freshman I year, did. which I remember when yeah. you spent the night, like uh-huh. you, she would have been there. She, that's our main group of like 
girls oh, that we dude, hung out I with in college met her and then. guys like all our rooms were kind of in the same group and so the thing i was most worried about was like someone you actually know and like appreciate as a good person getting like a bad edit uh-huh. but the person they showed on tv is like who she is she's like just very sweet dude she was awesome very funny like very cool down to earth person and so i was like but that's again even if we're talking about this point, I don't really watch the show to see a bunch of normal people. I love yeah. that she didn't get screwed over <laughs> and that she represented herself well as we're not shocked like anyone who knows she her. She definitely helped herself for future endeavors. Oh, yeah, anyone dude. Guys there, probably yeah. love yes. her now. Yeah. Yes. Well, and there's enough rumors on the God. on the internet about like, oh, she should be with this guy from the old season. Oh, or this yeah. Like yeah, she's, yeah. That's, that's yeah. what you need. Oh, she's in it now. Oh, yeah. But I, I was very pumped that like, her true self, like, did seem to come through. Like, she's a good person. Yeah, dude. Connor she's, knows she how to spin well. answers, man. She I tried to put well. him on the hot seat there. Well, let us spin I think it. what he's saying is true. Like, typically he wouldn't half- like her style on the show, but because right. he knows her, it's a little bit different, different. this time. Well, and, like, and I think what it helped me learn is, like, bad edits from the producers are only there if you're kind of a person that allows them to be there. Like, she's too good of a person for a bad edit uh-huh. to come through. So she didn't right? say yeah. anything to where you Nor would she. She was like, fucking that's awesome. Just kind of I feel like she never she said is. anything during the gossip periods where right. they were just, well, like, sitting on the couches. The point, yeah, it's like, a bad edit only happens to kind of a person that's willing to be involved. Uh-huh. And so that did help me learn that. That being said, I'm, I'm not... The reason I watch the show, for all those bad edit people. Like, I want to see the... I watch the show for chaos i don't watch it to see true love i'm sorry like, <laughs> that died a long time ago yeah. in terms of like season five it was like that that's gone we're here for drama <laughs> so baby. you you think it's been lackluster for entertainment bachelor in paradise that should tell i like that. that too but you think it's been not as entertaining as most seasons i think it's been as entertaining but because of the girls drama whereas a lot of people yeah. haven't liked that i think without it i just don't think matt would have done things that are like chaotic enough or like emotionally induced enough i think he's too he's too normal he's just like abigail like they're they are they would have been a good fit because they're normal humans that are Uh just on a reality show and i think what i'm there for is i want the queen victorias i want the fucking like Mm -hmm. i love love island it's like those people seem to be a little different where it's like yeah we're gonna go here for three months and just shield out life and get to know these other five hot dudes or girls and it's Uh like see what happens (laughs) this is more like okay i think people have realized I can be a normal person, use it for branding as well as maybe I do find the one person that uh-huh. it works out. Maybe it's a rare story. And it's like, you're not going to pass up that opportunity Like no. in terms of just, it's, a, it's wild. That, that's I what watch I, it for pure, I, and I'm a bad person, but I watch it for pure chaos. Yeah, but I think it's so funny when like a girl on the show will be like, I know she's not here for the right reasons. It's like, neither are you. It's man. like, yeah, what do you mean? Like, what are the reasons? If yeah. you're really trying to we find all love, this love guy. That's the reason. in this world, that is not what you would do. Yeah. No. Like, anyone who is remotely intelligent would not advise you to go find love on that show. Like, the, right the reason. reasons you're there is to grow your like, brand, and maybe you'll end up with this guy. Or your, or your parents, like, you know what, honey? We really, really think you should go on to The Bachelor. Like, we think you have a we real shot of getting love there. Like, we that's want you to yeah, find love. That's the way Apply to do for it. The Bachelor. <laughs> to be fair, I think the way we just described it, and I agree, that's a new form of thinking, though. Like, Within the last, like, I'm saying, like, three to five years, because when we were in, like, high school or whatever it was, people were still taking this very much as, like, they're trying to find love, and then Twitter's kind of talking about it in on the side. Now, everyone's mixed into the, like, oh, the, yeah, the participants yeah. are involved in the, like, yeah. convert. It's, like, it is become a lot, a lot different, more, yeah. like, a, oh. transparent of, like, like... 
to be honest, Katie, right, who yeah. got sent home as well and was kind of the crusader of it, like the anti-bullying, like great participant. I liked her too, like everyone did, I think. I don't think we're seeing like sincere Katie. Like I think if you met her person to person, there's going to be more to what you saw behind like the reality TV lens, which is, yeah. I guess that's every contestant. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I think she probably went good crusader because she knew I'm on a fucking reality yeah. TV show watched by 20 million people. Probably not my best. And this is a this how you know, probably a smart person that evaluates her decisions yeah. wisely, mm -hmm. which is a, a trait in itself is like, probably not smart of me to blow the world up right here with yeah. a, a bullying take or something. Yeah. Whereas Queen Victoria is like, Fuck it. This is my five I minutes. I fuck with just, Victoria. Thank the you. The way she is. Joey, before we wrap up the full pod, now is the chance. I want to give you a chance to plug your shit because we've all Thank been you. tuning in our friend group. League of Legends has been spicing up within your guys' group. We don't yes. exactly play, but we love watching uh -huh. you all play and the, the competition. You guys have a league going right yes. now, right? Like yes. A, that's confusing, League of Legends, but it is a <laughs> different rec league, right? With yeah. People we all know. Money on the line. Yes, money on the line. So yeah, the it, I interpret it a little bit just for the common person that doesn't play. It's a fantasy football league where you're actually playing the matchups, and then at, but basically at the end you have like ten guys, and one person's gonna reign supreme. Is that correct or no? So you could just look at it a lot like a a rec basketball league. Oh, okay. Yeah, just a so, champion. Yeah, so we play weekly. There's matchups. There's four teams. Regular season is right now. This week is the last week. So you're playing for seeding right now. Yes, right now we're playing for seeding. We have our final two seeding games on Tuesday and then on Thursday. Tuesday is the big one that everybody needs to tune in to. We have John... That's I Love You Mommy on Twitch. Uh, I updated the name. It's LOF Series, League of Friendship Series. LOF Series. What happened to I Love You Mommy? That it was, was Mommy, I Love You. Uh, <laughs> Mommy, I Love You, excuse me. Yeah. I, I think that's a name that you just can't change, and I you should put that in your bio Mommy, I, I love you. I'm is legend. You Damn, that, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, it's too late now. Maybe I could get change it I'm back. I'm kind of pissed. But uh, yeah, so Tuesday, John Whitaker, John Fishback, their teams are facing off for the Ooh, first time this year. Matchup. We have a lot of John on John crime that's going to happen, <laughs> uh, and we have a lot of shit talk going on too. John Whitaker last night. So told pretty much everything you want from a yeah from a series. Yeah. Yep, John. Is that John Whitaker from John Loves Stickers? Yeah, that's John Likes Stickers. Or John Likes Stickers yeah. from Instagram. Uh -huh. Okay, that is the same guy. Yeah, so tune in this uh, Tuesday. We'll have how much money's on the line? Um, undisclosed. Undisclosed. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. a that's a smart Bitcoin. Play. Why is it undisclosed? Well, because there's no way to track Bitcoin. That's the whole beauty of it. Yeah, it's a. You see how it's much fluctuating it's in price. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I'll let you know what the market is once. Yeah, we can yeah. take that offline. It's yeah. so big that we don't want to say it online. Yeah, but trust us, watch a match. There's a lot of yeah. Stuff. So 7 p.m. on Tuesday. Are you commentating? Got some commentating. I'll be going commentating. On? Yes. Okay, you'll be coming, and then maybe John Fish and Kuna or Kuna for Thursday? uh John Fish, yes, and Kuna for Thursday. Yeah. Okay. Is Kuna on one Q of these? Kuna teams on is on John Whitaker's team. Okay. And yep. And last question on that: Is it Single elimination, just and how many people on a team? So One? there's five people on a team. Okay, five, five people can play at a time. And so when we are talking like people talking shit, that's like captain versus captain. Ah, uh, I mean maybe, but John, John Whitaker, John Fishback had a really bad series last week. I fucked his ass to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Incest. I don't know if you guys watched wow. that, but Incest. I so made John's life hell he in our last it. series, and my team won the series. So John Whitaker had a ton of shit to say to John last night. Just John's not shit. John's team's not shit. Uh -huh, yeah, love it. 
John had a little bit to drink. They both did. So it got really intense. And yeah, so have, I'm have, really excited. Have they talked since or is it just going to bleed into the match? They have not talked since. Oh, Good. God. Good. It's going to get yeah. it's oh. bleeding into the match, uh-huh. baby. Yeah. All right. So everyone tune in. 7, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. New Twitch stream is? LOF series. League of Friendship series. LOF series. LOF series. We will yeah. be there. Joey, yeah. thanks for joining us again. Yeah. You're always welcome. Uh, hopefully, we'll have you back within the next couple of weeks, too, because yeah. this has worked out really well for Seriously. all of us. Kyle, Ty, yeah. thanks for your opinions, as always. Yeah, man. For host Connor Scott. You think people are going to listen all the way to this part? Hell no. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> and this is for the... the series. It's Lillard. He got the shot off.